listening to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. A unique opportunity for early childhood educators coming up at Concordia University, Nebraska. To tell us more about that, Dr. Annette Oliver, Early Childhood Program Director in Graduate and Undergraduate Programs at Concordia University, Nebraska. Dr. Oliver, welcome to Faith and Family. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is very exciting to be able to share with all of your listeners the Early Childhood Conference that's coming up here in a couple of weeks. Very glad to have you with us today. A, a conference coming up uh, June 14th at Concordia University, Nebraska, just around the corner, uh, called Minds and Hearts Together, an Early Childhood Conference. Uh, we'll get to uh, to the, the heart of the conference and who's speaking at that, uh, but this is coming up June 14th at Concordia University in Nebraska, located in Seward, Nebraska, who might uh, who might come to this conference? Well, the conference really is targeting um, any uh, professional or lay person who has an interest, um, passion, or who is employed in the field of early childhood education, particularly those um, working with children um, as early as birth um, all the way through second and third grade. Um, these can be teachers in classrooms, paraprofessionals. We encourage pastors. Um, and other leaders um, in the early childhood field to be a part of this. And we really have enjoyed participation from um, a variety of uh, programs, and many are private and some are in public settings. Um, we also have enjoyed participants that join us from other states outside of Nebraska. Tell me about uh, why you have this chosen profession in early childhood education. What led you to consider this this vocation? Andy, God is true to his word. <laughs> he has a plan. And my plan in the beginning was not um, in this field. Um, years and years ago, my undergraduate studies focused on social work. I kind of have a bleeding heart and really felt like I was going to go out and save the world. And um, God just led me to um, paths of working inside classrooms uh, as a teacher. Uh, my first position was working with two-year-olds. Concordia has a long-standing um, tradition for preparing excellent uh, educators. And so when uh, the folks found out I was prepared at Concordia University here in Seward, Nebraska, um, they wanted me to teach in their programs. And so um, I used a lot of what I knew about um, working with people through my social work preparation um, to begin to guide me in those early years. And just since then, God has uh, continued to call me to the field of early childhood education and prepares me along the way. Tell me about your, your time in the classroom, whether it be with the, your students, you know, the early childhood students or the students that you prepare to, to uh, teach in early childhood. Something that helps us understand why early childhood education is so important today. Okay, sure. I'd love to. Well, um, we have uh, an opportunity to be shaping and molding um, young people um, for future success and to be contributing members of the society. Um, oftentimes, um, folks, at least when I started, early childhood wasn't really respected as a profession. Um, I think it, there was miscommunication on the role as being a babysitter. Um, and really, the roles that we have are 
much more significant than that, although we do spend a great deal of time caring for young children. What that looks like today is a little bit different based on what we know about development, about um, brain development, about best practices, and um, the value and importance of the, those young years and, and how critical they are to preparing children for success in the future. And so my first experience really with young children was simply I enjoyed um, the authenticity and the innocence of young children and especially play. Um, I can remember uh, even as a mother and now as a grandmother, I can um, see those aha moments when children have discovered something on their own simply through a playful experience and how much more meaningful that is to them and and how they connect that to um, upper level thinking and more advanced learning and so it really is exciting to see that what we've what we've done and we know about children and play is so critical and essential and so it's that message and it's that um, best practice approach that now I want to share with families when I had the role as a program director in a child care center and um and then now in my work at preparing teachers for classrooms and for leadership in the field. Uh, and certainly as I, an... As I think a, it's mm-hmm. just, um, I think of it as this uh, continued passion for fanning the flame, for keeping all of the work that's been accomplished um, in the past 25, 30 years to keep that exciting and innovative and creative and um, ready for new generations to come. You mentioned being there to to witness that aha moment for for students, for children. Is there one aha moment or perhaps several, but is there one that that really stands out from uh, from your career of uh, teaching young children or or those college students as well? Yes, and I thought you might ask that. So I'm going to tell you a little story, and I'm not going to use the name of the child. I will change that. But uh, I was planning to teach three-year-olds one year, and um, the uh, the opportunity was late in the summer, and so I didn't get a chance to go on home visits. But I invited families whose children would be in my program to come and visit me while I was setting up the classroom, and that way we could um, also get to know a little bit more about one another, their hopes and their dreams for their child, and their child could get um, a little bit more comfortable with the new environment they'd be coming to in just a few short weeks. And so this one little boy in particular um, came with his parents, let's call him Brandon, and Brandon came into the classroom and he saw that nice low table that was just child size for him to sit at when he'd come um, and and play and work with us during the day and he decided on this particular visit he was going to leap up on one end of it (laughs) race across the top and and plop himself right in front of me at the other end of the table and boy he ran across and hopped down right in front of me and said hi i'm brandon and i said (laughs) yes you sure are and the parents went on to share with me that they felt that um he was uh, a little bit more overactive uh, in other programs that he had been in. Um, he he seemed to get into trouble an awful lot. 
And so when those family, when that family would come to pick um, Brandon up uh, at the end of the morning, um, mom would often have a phone to her ear, and I felt you know, she didn't want to hear some bad news. She didn't really want to hear about how Brandon's day went. Uh, and so I made a conscious effort to only share positive things, and I'd wait till she was off the phone so that I could do that. Um, after a few months of being involved in the program, that family took over a role um, in leading a parent event. They invited all the families out to a local pond to do some fishing. They led that. And I found out that uh, a few years after that, that mom went on to earn an associate's in child development. And so I just think it's not always that easy, but it's one of those stories where when when you set your mind to to paying attention to and loving a child, um, it, the, the ripples, it just ripples out mm-hmm. to benefit so many more people around them and that family too. And, um, I, I just love sharing that story because this was a little guy that I certainly could have been calling mom in the morning and saying, come get, come get him. He's not listening. He's jumping off tables, but we didn't go that route. It's amazing how, educators can have such an impact on not only on children but also passing on their their knowledge from their education to to families to parents as well that's valuable to them and 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 we see that in brandon's case yeah i believe all families have hopes and dreams for their children they don't set out with a plan to ruin or you know to hurt um i do think they have um, hopes and dreams sometimes it's how they get there they just need a little bit of support and i think one of the things that i've enjoyed most really is working with families and pointing those out because it can be very easy to get very um, discouraged and feel very challenged but when you know that somebody is there to to walk alongside of you um in in christian love um I think that's an exceptional plan. Tell me about uh, the upcoming conference. Uh, who will be speaking at this conference, and and what will educators gain at this conference that will help them do just what you were talking about to to uh, to help shape those those little lives and and uh, to serve them and their families well. Yes, we have um, our keynote speaker is Ellen Booth Church. Um, she is probably best known for the writing that she's done for what was formerly called Pre-K Today. It's now called Early Childhood Today. She does um, a lot of writing for that. She wrote The Circle Time and Ages and Stages for five-year-olds uh, in that magazine. She also has a book out called Getting to the Heart of Learning. And um, she combines uh, music, her love for music as a, music, as a musician, with um, social learning. And so this becomes um, very hands-on, very playful, and um, helps children or helps educators um, model and coach and support children's social and emotional development which is essential um, to cognitive development um, as children get older. They need to feel um, a strong sense of self. They need to know how to make friends. They need to know how to get along with one another in the classroom so that they feel comfortable in taking safe risks when it comes to learning. So I'm really looking forward to Ellen's presentations both in the morning session and in our closing session at the end of the conference day. 
Um, and at the end of the day, she's going to be talking about how those messy transition times that we have d- throughout the course of the day where chaos can erupt, she's going to talk about how to use those for um, teaching times. And so that's very exciting. And then I'm thrilled that um, a friend, uh, a, a former kindergarten educator, she is now retired. She's also served on the Early Childhood Conference Committee for years, but she has a wealth um, of love for God and um, experience to share um, with us. So um, Elaine Royick is going to be our luncheon speaker, and um, her topic is called One Piece at a Time. And she's going to talk about how God's been helping put this life puzzle that each of us have um, have together. So I'm very excited about that. And then um, throughout the day, there are two sectionals. And these sectionals range from working with children with special needs um, to working with families to talking about childhood illnesses Um, helping children develop number sense and creating graphic organizers for learning. Um, I'm thrilled that the participants will have the opportunity to engage in a self-guided tour of St. John Child Development Center, which is right across the street from Concordia. So they're going to get to be able to peek inside this um, brand new facility and Um, Just wander around and look at all of the fantastic learning opportunities that are available to children in that program. The conference, Um, uh, to register for the conference, we're just about out of time, but to register for the conference, uh, you can go online to do that, right? You can. I encourage um, listeners to go to our website. It is C-U-N-E dot E-D-U slash ECC. So go ahead, go to that website. You can either register online or you can print uh, the registration form and mail in your registration. But time is becoming very limited. And um, I encourage listeners to hop on that website and do so quickly. The Early Childhood Conference coming up June 14th, Concordia University, Nebraska. Go to cune.edu slash ECC. My guest today, Dr. Annette Oliver, Early Childhood Program Director, both graduate and undergraduate programs at Concordia University, Nebraska. Dr. Oliver, thank you for being my guest today. You're welcome and thank you. Listen to Faith and Family Monday through Friday at this time. Faith and Family is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is needed for Faith and Family to continue. Our address is 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can contact us on the web and download Faith and Family at KFUO.org. Worldwide KFUO, on the air, online, and on demand.